Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Podcast, the Star everybody. Companion. The Star Companion podcast, that is. I'm Zach. I'm David. And this is Premier Internet Fan <laughs> Trek Star Cast Pod. Yes? Yeah. So, I think I nailed so, it. It's something like that. I definitely think I nailed it this time. Somewhere on that. Um, Said people have. Oh. You know what? Fuck Baby Yoda. I have an anecdote about <laughs> uh, Baby Yoda, by the way. Apparently... Actually, allegedly, I haven't yeah. seen it. But so allegedly, the visual artist—it's mm-hmm. it's a woman who did the Baby Yoda design. What? <laughs> Go ahead. And she was so uh, distraught with the way the process was designing it with Disney mm-hmm. that she actually, after designing Baby Yoda and going through it, she quit visual uh, that medium. Did she quit because they were trying to make it into a plush toy? She quit because they're fucking assholes at Disney. Mm-hmm. So. Doesn't surprise me. Yeah, I know. Um, sorry, that that triggered me. Dude, never apologize for Disney hate. I'm right there with you, brother. Um, thanks, man. Uh, um, yeah, I imagine it's it's mostly a plush toy move. Merchandise, yeah, for yeah. sure. You hear that? You hear that, Troy? <laughs> <laughs> it's like Trailer Park Boys. Uh, anyways, uh, folks, anyway, yeah. So this is the internet's premier Star, Star Trek, Trek fan, fan podcast. podcast. Nailed it. Uh, it's the Star Companion. We tackle Star Trek episodes, star date by star date, and we are in fact on Star Trek Enterprise season two, ep twenty four, first flight. And boy, it's a real sick. Prologue to Broken Bow. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a real, uh, it's a real seat grabber. I gotta tell you, it's a real white knuckler. In watching this one, imagine how, the only thing I was thinking was imagine how different it would be if Picard was doing it. Yeah, it would be gripping. It would. This is supposed to be uh, what I imagine is Bacula's 
dads, mm-hmm. uh, like tour de force. Like I'm gonna show you where I came from. Yeah, and he's just like still ham handed and clunky, mm-hmm. and yet somehow manages manages to manifest a green feeling about him. Yeah, which yeah. I th- he's not like fully captain in that one. Right, which good on him. Like that's he did a decent job at that. Mm-hmm. But the only thing I was thinking was. Cisco and Picard would have crushed this. Well, you know, I kind of likened it to the episode where Picard goes and sees his brother. Mm-hmm. That episode, by the way, is, like you said, it's gripping. Yes. You know, because there's some real tension there. Like, his brother and him, like, don't like each other. Yeah. No, that that's a great episode. Quote, unquote, don't like each other. And then at the end, they have that mud fight, and they get in, they mm-hmm. drink and have fun. And that I, lo- I love that episode as... Yeah. Dumb as it is, the way the way this one ends, yeah. um, it ends in the same in a similar fashion mm-hmm. as all good things mm-hmm. with Q and Picard mm, mm, mm. at the end, um, and the final thing that whatever he says is like you know, I'll see you out there, which right. is pretty much what Q tells Picard. Right, and so they do that sort of allusion, and to me, I'm like, oh, oh, that's cute, but you know, where's John Delancey? Who's that? Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. Yeah, where is he? I think I think he's gonna make a comeback in Picard. I I like, hope so. And like I was telling you the other day, there's gonna be some new Trek viewers. They're gonna be watching that and be like, hey, that's uh Jane's dad from Breaking Bad. Dude, yeah, when you told me that, <laughs> I died. But it's like you're probably right. Yeah. People don't people are probably gonna watch Star Trek Picard and mm-hmm. and go, huh. He kind of looks like James Woods, but that's definitely James, James' dad yeah, from Breaking Bad. And he grew a goatee. Oh, weird. He looks bad with a goatee. Mon Capitan. Mon Capitan. I love Q. Yeah, he's great. Um, there's yeah. a there's a, the episode where he he becomes, he, or he loses his powers, mm-hmm. right? And mm-hmm. at the end of that episode, he gets his powers back. And so he, he snaps... And he brings in that mariachi band. That's right. Right? And then he, he snaps in two, like, almost naked women on Riker. Yep. And uh, Picard's like, Q, enough of this. And he's like, Q? Oh. He's like, what's, he's, he's like, uh, what's wrong, Mon Capitan? <laughs> and he, he snaps his fingers again, and they end up on Worf, and Worf starts looking around. He's like, I'm in the mood to celebrate. And uh, Picard <laughs> very viscerally goes, well, I'm not. <laughs> like, he just, like, he yeah. is so stern, and it's just such a funny little, little quote. <laughs> Picard acts his goddamn ass off. He does. And I, I think I'm convinced at this point that Star Trek would have died mm-hmm. had they not have casted patrick stewart you're right or cast patrick stewart you're right you know because he can get you through that stuff yeah he can and it's that that man is a tour de force in anything that he does yeah so you so we're we were kind of having this conversation the other day so you you think cisco is your favorite captain so no no i think picard is my picard 100 percent is my favorite captain Mm mm-hmm I think DS9 is the best iteration. Mm. Um, okay. It tackles more things. Yeah. Many, many more things. Right. Um, and it does it so effectively. The yeah. Cardassians are such an excellent ant- antagonist. They are. And they show up in the next generation, too. And you're you're like, when you when you kind of first see them, they're, uh, that one captain goes rogue. 
uh-huh. and he starts blowing up the the Cardassian freighters and shit mm-hmm. and killing innocent people. And he's like, oh, "There's they're smuggling weapons. I know it." And he's like, "You can't yeah. do that. You can't just go out and indiscriminately blow up people." Yeah, but it turns out to be correct later on. <laughs> yeah. Did you did you happen to watch that video I sent you? I did. Yeah, that was great. So like that, I sent David the video of Cisco literally threatening to bomb the shit out of McKee. And he does. Yeah, it's amazing. (laughs) And it's like, and so that right there encapsulates Mm -hmm. DS9. Mm. It's like... It's this gray area. You have to do what you need to do, Mm -hmm. you know? And you got to stick by your guns. Yeah. And it seemed like a bluff. But But it really wasn't. wasn't Yeah, no. (laughs) Um, But anyway, we digress. A little bit. There's really not much to talk about this episode. I mean, that I don't know if we mentioned it, but it's season two, episode 24. The episode name is First Flight. Stardate unknown, probably in 2153. And basically, it's it's Archer reflecting to T'Pol about his, yeah, his lead boy, up to him becoming captain. His boy, A.G. Robinson. A.G. Robinson dies. and He did. He did. Um, T'Pol accompanies him on a shuttle. Mm-hmm. Uh, they find a cluster of dark matter, like a dark matter nebula of some sort. Oh, that's right. And T'Pol doesn't believe in dark matter. No. Yeah. Not, no. So they shoot their fireworks rockets. Shoot and... their fireworks rockets at it. And while they're doing that, uh, Archer regales her with the tale of A.G. Robinson, his his bud from back in the day. And why he's so broody. Yeah. Well, I'm sad. The coolest part about this episode was mm-hmm. you got to meet Ruby. Yep. And that's the waitress that Reed and Trip were both into. <laughs> they both dated they both uh, knew the name of, of her kids. Yeah. It's good stuff. David, I'll fuck you. Yeah. I will fuck you. Um, did you see the space pretzels on the bar table? I did see the space pretzels and yeah. I was wondering if you're gonna bring it up. <laughs> <laughs> they barely touched them. Barely touched them. I really wonder what's up with that. Is there has to be some sh- fucking producer or showrunner who's like, you know what we need? I mean, pretzels. if they're at a bar, they need pretzels to eat. They need nummy snacks, they you know, n- to like, to like <laughs> nosh on. They need know? nummy snacks. Uh, so, hey, David. Zach. The the warp field just won't hold. <laughs> NX Zach to NX Dave, come in. <laughs> hey, NX Dave, can you hear me? <laughs> so stupid. I'm going for it. Uh, it's so I'm stupid. just going for it. Uh, the Vulcans are fucking pieces of shit in this one. They are. Uh, oh, so what, something I really wanted to say mm-hmm. was um, right at the beginning, you mm-hmm. know, Dad's stoked about this black, uh, dark matter nebula, right? Right. And he gets a call from uh, Admiral Forrest, mm-hmm. and Dad's like, this is great timing, new da- I mean, Admiral, <laughs> I got some cool readings you'll be front row seat for. Yeah, well, I've got some bad news. So- I mean, Dad, bring me, uh, bring no t- trip. Not this time, no. Um, anyway, he's dead. He's dead, John. He's dead. Who's that? Ag. He's he he died, uh, climbing the Himalayas, uh, at Mount McKinley. Uh, a mountaineering yeah. accident, Mount McKinley. Yeah. Yeah. Not a not a very not a very cool <laughs> mountain to die on. Why not let him die on Everest? Like, but what a, was the writing point of that? Yeah, but a mountain nonetheless. Anyway, still doing his survival training. They call me Trip. I'm Trip. Who you know? Who is that smooth talking boy from Florida? I need him on my crew. <laughs> I bet you hog tie a hog and cook it up pretty good. 
I'll take you down for a death roll like you wouldn't believe, boy. This is the single lamest bar I have ever seen, by the <laughs> right? way. There's not even any music in the background. No, like, smooth jazz no. that you could get behind. There's no character to this bar. I'll, uh... <sighs> I guess rather than dissecting the entire plot of this fucking no, we don't need episode, to. we'll just pick out our fu- our yeah. favorite parts. Have a little faith to Paul, you know. <laughs> faith, faith of the heart. <laughs> one of my favorite uh, one of my favorite uh, moments of this is when Commodore Forrest comes to have a drink with Archer and Trip. Mm-hmm. He sits down, and they're they're both kind of awkward. You know, they're like, oh. So, Commodore, can I can I get you a drink, Commodore? Commodore beer, would you like to drink? Wow, would you look at that woman? <laughs> <laughs> I would like to never mind, not copulate with her. <laughs> and it reminded me I used cause I used to work at a at a corporate job and we had like a company lunch one time where we all went out to like this this place. Uh-huh. And uh, you know Was the, this your last job? This is my last so job. I know. Okay. Yeah. And uh the partners come out, you know, the, the, the basically the owners of the company, mm-hmm. and the main partner comes out, and he's got he's got jeans on, he's rolled up his sleeves, and he just kind of has this attitude like I'm just one of you boys, you know, like I'm like one of you nine to fivers. Get yourself some gumbo, son, yeah. you know, like yeah. It just reminded me of of that, you know, like Admiral Forrest shows up, starts unbuttoning his yeah, lapels, he, he, and like, so what do you boys like to do? You like to drink beer? brazenly undoes his tie to show that he's relaxing with right? him. And it's like, that's weird. I'm just like you nine to fivers. Uh, another one of my favorite points is, how about those space tubs for packing personal things? <laughs> yeah. They made it space by taping the lid to the backside so they could close it. <laughs> fascinating. Did you hear her say it? I heard her say it. She said fascinating. Yeah. Um... Another part that I liked is, uh, you know, AG is, he's taking the, he's taking the first ship out for a spin, warp drive. Okay. And uh, it doesn't go so hot. He takes it way over the, its limit. And he pulls the old Columbia disaster trick. <laughs> <laughs> and this has been the Star Companion. Nobody dies, though. Uh. And uh, after this, uh, Archer <laughs> says he made the record books for being the first person to eject an escape pod in an escape pod mid warp. And I just love the idea of holding a record for something that you shouldn't do or something shitty. You yeah, know? yeah. Like that, I would love. Uh, I would love nothing more than to. Be like, the, like the world life. record for masturbating? Yeah, exactly. And it's like, oh, gross. World record for not blinking or like holding your hand up for the longest time or whatever. You know, that'd be fun. You know, uh, on the topic of that, I actually did see something today that in like 2007, mm-hmm. um, there's a man who who owns the world... I forget what the world record is, but mm-hmm. what he did was mm-hmm. is he counted to a million mm-hmm. live with a video and posted it online i see that on reddit all the time the reddit live oh sure but no i mean this guy was the first he actually guy to did do it. it yeah he, he actually was the did first it. one to do it yeah and he actually did it and he didn't shave or take a shit or anything whoa and it, it uh you know i think he probably pissed his pants and all that and it took him three months whoa and he sat in the same spot and, wow. and just did it huh and um see that's the kind of shit i like no yeah no he was committed 
And I really respect the shit out of that. He had like a house that looks like it was from the mid 2000s. Okay. You know? Mm-hmm. And he had a old tripod, like in, you know, some sort of like rigmarole holding the camera mm-hmm. at the couch. Yeah. It looked old. Okay. God bless him. <laughs> but that's the guy. Nice. Yeah. I love that. I want to. I would like to find out who holds the world record for running out on a football field nude. Well, like most times or longest run? This is the most. Okay. I've seen some pretty long ones on YouTube. Me too. Where they go over and they like take a picture with the soccer player. Yeah. <laughs> They're yeah. like patting him on the back. <sighs> Those are my favorite people ever. You know, one year I was watching the World Series. This is probably about 10, 15 years ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, the Yankees won the World Series. You know, and they win, you know, they hit. Oh, home, when they were winning they, all of them. Yeah, they hit, yeah. like, a home run, you know, and the game's pretty much over. But they got to finish out the inning. And uh, I, I saw a fan run out into the into the field and slide into home base shirtless. <laughs> wow, I don't remember that. Is one of my favorite people ever. I just love that person. Because uh... you know that person is, like, they have really good seats, you know, but they're, mm-hmm. and they're just sitting there the whole time. Like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. It's and, their, and their friends are it's like, happening. don't do it, dude. Don't do it. Yeah, Rick, don't. And he fucking does it. <laughs> he gets to spend the night in the, in the slammer. In the, in the Yankees drunk tank. Yeah. Uh, uh one final thing that I actually, I don't have yeah. very much, but one final thing that I have is, uh, when Robinson gets the, the, the notice that he's going to pilot it and dad doesn't, you mm-hmm. know, they go to the 602. 602. And um, Dad goes to buy him a beer, and Robinson goes, no, I'll buy it for you. Hey, Leo, two more. <coughs> and not three seconds later, the beers were already poured and ready to go. Yeah. What kind of fucking cinnamon, like, you know, magic is that? I think I think they have one beer at that bar. Because later on in the episode, when I know, yeah, I know what you're gonna say. Yeah, when Trip orders yes, beer, beer, yeah, oh, just beer. Which one? But it, so he had them already poured. You yeah. think he just went and grabbed them? Yeah, stupid. Well, what'll you have? A beer, beer, bourbon, whiskey. Yeah, they're doing their damnedest to like <laughs> not go Miller. Fuck, we yeah. got a band now. <laughs> beer, space coolers. <laughs> um. Let's see. That's all I got. Yeah, that's all I got, too. There's, there's really not much to talk about it on this episode. That's okay. You want to know why? Zindy Ark's coming. I am ready for you to see the Zindy Ark, dude. You got a little tent in your pants there, fella. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be pitching it until we record tomorrow <laughs> after we watch those other two. Um, anyway, this has been the Star Companion. You can like and subscribe. Send David your social. Send me your address. I'll get you a sticker. After David, of course, goes and gets him. Uh, we're on all major podcasting platforms. You can send us a buck. It's the season of giving. Uh, happy holidays and Hanukkah. Merry New Year. And uh, bye. Take care of yourself.
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program.